Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to Your Artsy Friend, a podcast that feels like a heart-to-heart or a pep talk when you need it most. If you've ever had those moments where self-doubt sneaks in, telling you you're not good enough, then know you're in the right place. Here, we'll dive into the realness of embracing imperfections, discover our truest, most authentic selves, and share actionable tips to ignite your creative spirit and nourish your soul. I'm your host, Anastasia. I'm a photographer, mural artist, and podcaster. But most importantly, I'm your artsy friend. So let's dive in. Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode. So it is currently Monday as I'm recording this, and I thought that this would be a wonderful way to kind of give you a little weekly pep talk, whether you listen to this today or later on in the week, I think whatever I have to say might resonate with you a little bit, and I certainly hope that it helps you in one way or another. So to get this ball rolling, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I just want you to reflect on them and let me know if you can relate. Are you a self-labeled chronic overthinker? Do you find yourself going down rabbit holes of anxious thoughts? Are you really hard on yourself? Do you feel a lot of guilt over things, even if they're things that happened years ago, or aren't necessarily impacting you at your current state in life. And lastly, do you find yourself making kind of like imaginary scenarios in your head? You know, the the many what if scenarios that consume us, scenarios of how we could have done something differently or how something could have panned out in another way. You know, what what someone else is thinking about you? Are they mad at you? Did you say the wrong thing? You get it, right? Is that relatable? Okay, cause same. (laughs) I feel like sometimes my thoughts consume me so much. And you know, maybe you don't do these things all the time. Maybe you have better weeks than others. Or maybe you don't relate to all the questions I just asked. But if you do relate to any of them, then I want you to hear me out and let me give you a little heart-to-heart about anxiously overthinking and some of the ways that you can kind of help manage it and habits I've formed to help manage myself when I am overthinking and spiraling. Now, disclaimer, I am most definitely not a therapist or doctor. So everything I'm speaking on today is stemming from personal experience as someone who has really struggled with anxious thoughts and found myself spiraling and consumed by them on a regular basis. But that being said, I've really, really, really worked on this both in therapy and just in my everyday, day-to-day life outside of my therapy appointments. So just know I'm not an expert, but I am without a doubt a work in progress that can most certainly try and give you some tips on what to do and what not to do. So let's get into it. If you find yourself spiraling and overthinking to the point where it consumes you, then the number one habit I want you to think about and start to form is to forward think. So what do I mean by that? Forward thinking is taking yourself out of the past. It's taking yourself out of the what if scenarios. And, you know, it's allowing yourself to move forward, to think ahead, and to think ahead with solutions or with hope or with grace and understanding. And ultimately, hopefully, to think ahead and move forward with acceptance. Most times when we are spiraling in those thoughts, we are dwelling on things that we cannot control. We're dwelling on things we cannot change, the things we're most fearful of, and even the things that our inner bully likes to bully us over. All in all, we are just dwelling and we're allowing our thoughts to just build and build and build and build. And before we know it, we're so caught up in all of that 
that we really lose sight of reality and logic. I cannot tell you how many times my therapist has said to me, Aristasia, are we dwelling in the past or the what if scenarios or are we thinking forward? And so that leads me to a few tips and habits I have formed to help with that. Hi friend, I'm interrupting you really quickly to tell you about my sketchbook challenge. If you feel like you've been stuck in a creative rut, or maybe like you've lost yourself a little bit, or you're even just searching for some extra accountability to keep you on track with your artsy habits and staying motivated, then I would love to invite you to join me in starting and finishing a brand new sketchbook. I realized that in all of my years of painting, I've actually never truly finished any of my sketchbooks. So I made it a goal for myself to absolutely do that for this new year. And here's where you get to come in. With every single page that I paint, I'll also be teaching you exactly how I painted it. Each month, I'll paint four new pages and you'll receive four new tutorials to do on your own time at any time. And at the end of each month, we'll have an artsy friends hangout where we'll all come together via Zoom and we'll do some live Q and A's, get to know one another, show our results. By signing up, you'll receive access to the step-by-step tutorials as well as my go-to supplies list, including the exact sketchbook that I'll be using for this challenge. If you want to dip your toes in, you can sign up monthly. However, if you'd like to fully commit, you can sign up for the start to finish challenge at a discounted price. I am so freaking excited for this. I really hope you'll join me. If you're interested, go to yourartsyfriend.com and you'll see all the information. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram. And in the meantime, I hope to see you there. So tip number one, first and foremost, you have to get into the habit of acknowledging when you're doing this. Kind of just like when my therapist said, Aristasia, are we dwelling? Are we thinking past? Or are we forward thinking? The way that she kind of acknowledged it for me, that's the habit we have to form for ourselves on a daily basis. So when you find yourself, you know, gut ridden with anxiety and you kind of notice that you are starting to overthink and spiral, try and stop that process in the moment and just say, hey, I'm overthinking. Let's let's stop this here before it continues to spiral and I keep going down these rabbit holes. This obviously takes time. Like I said, it is a habit. And as we know, habits don't form overnight. But I promise that if you start doing this and at least acknowledging it, you're already making steps forward to help manage this. Tip number two, I want you to ask yourself, what is this overthinking stemming from? And kind of reflect on whatever the root of it is. You can journal about this if you have time in the moment. That's what I recommend and encourage you to do. Journaling has drastically helped my mental health and kind of helped me get a grip on my anxiety. But if you don't have time at that very moment to get out a notebook and really dig deep and process everything, then I encourage you to at least try and somewhat understand what it is that is triggering your thoughts in that moment. You know, I'm overthinking. Why do I have this pit in my stomach? What was the first thought that came up that now led me to all these other thoughts? What was the very first thing and why did it trigger me in that way? Some examples, am I worried someone's mad at me? Am I being really hard on myself? Am I trying to fix a situation that a loved one is caught up in? Just really reflect on the root without going down all the rabbit holes and all the what ifs. Just try and get to that first thought. So first tip, acknowledge when you're overthinking and potentially spiraling. Second tip, ask yourself, what is this stemming from? Try and get to the root of that first thought. And then my third tip for you is to form your version of a solution to move forward and to not dwell. I personally like to start by asking myself, can I control this? Can I fix this? 
And how does resolving this impact me? So ask yourself those questions and then you can try and pinpoint what a version of a solution would be. Sometimes finding solutions isn't always going to be the perfect, most happiest situation. For example, if something is out of your control, sometimes our best solution is acceptance. And I know that's hard and that truly does take time. And for me, it took a lot of journaling and a lot of understanding that I am not always in control and kind of releasing some of that control. But I I really will say that acceptance can truly be so, so freeing. Now, if the trigger is something that you can fix, then maybe start to list out a game plan. You know, so for example, let's say you made a mistake at work and now you're caught dwelling in the overthinking of that mistake. And, and first you were like, great, I messed up. That turned into, I think my boss would be mad at me. Then that turned into, what if they fire me? Which then turned into, how will I take care of my family? Which turned into, I'm not going to be able to provide for my family or my kids. And I'm repeating history. And I'm becoming all the people I didn't want to become. Da, 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 da. You get it, right? Like that apps, like you, you understand how that spiraled. <laughs> but before you allow yourself to go down all of those things, just say, okay, I've messed up at work. That is the thing that is worrying me right now. Can I do anything to fix it? Is it out of my control? No, I think I can fix this. So then list out exactly what you need to do to fix it so that you can cross this off your list and allow your mind to move on. And then the last question to ask yourself, how does resolving this impact me? Now for me personally, I have to ask myself this question. I think it is so important as a people pleaser to stay grounded in why we do what we do and where we place our energy. So if you are a people pleaser or even a perfectionist, I think you'll relate when I say that we can get caught up in resolving things solely for the sake of other people's happiness or other people's approval. And you do have to remind yourself that your happiness matters too. And if going out of your way to quote fix a situation doesn't actually impact you in a positive way and it harms your mental health more, and it really is only for the sake of that person's happiness or their approval or what they think of you, then I do think that maybe it's time to reevaluate your version of the solution and decide, should I accept this and move on? Or does this really need my time and energy to resolve it? Okay, so let's share a few examples. I'll even start with a very personal one and something that I truly still struggle with to this day. I'm the oldest sister of all my siblings and I grew up kind of taking on a motherly role for them at a very young age. So I've always had this deep sense of care for them, but with that care has come a lot of worry as well. And many, many times I've found myself in situations where I've tried to fix things for my family. I've tried to remedy, I've tried to make it better, I've tried to make sure that they're completely happy. And at the end of the day, it has taken a lot of work, but I've had to understand that they are adults and that ultimately their life path is out of my control. But the thing is, I can say that out loud so many times, but it does not stop the worry and the anxiety. So many, many times I will find myself going down all those rabbit holes of all the what ifs and imagining worst case scenarios and just really spiraling with my thoughts and my anxiety. And so using those three tips that I just shared with you, that is a way I've kind of helped manage that. So first and foremost, I acknowledge when I'm doing that. Let's say that the first thought is because I heard something about them that concerned me, right? That's the worry. 
And then I started to let that worry build. That's when I've told myself, hold on, wait a minute. We're really going deep into these thoughts right now. Let's take a step back. Let's acknowledge the fact that we're overthinking, that we're overthinking. Then I ask myself, what is it that is causing me to worry right now? If I were to look at it from a broad perspective, it's because I care. It's because I love. But if I were to get a little bit deeper, it's because I want to control. I want to fix and I want to know that everything is going to be okay. My fear of the unknown is triggering that anxiety and that worry. So then I ask myself, is there a solution for this? And what is my version of a solution? In this case, there is not a solution. Or at least I've had to kind of enforce that mindset for myself for the sake of boundaries in the sake of my own mental health. But ultimately, there's no solution because I cannot fix everything. I cannot make everything right. And my family, they are not children. They are adults. And I cannot control how their life turns out. So in one aspect, this is kind of one of those acceptance moments, which is really freaking hard. And maybe that's not good enough for that day. Maybe my anxiety is just through the roof. So I remind myself, we might have to accept this, but That is a little bit difficult. What's another solution for me right now to feel a little bit better? And maybe that solution is just giving myself some affirmations. Maybe it's putting on a podcast. Maybe it's journaling best and worst case scenarios. But ultimately, it is truly accepting that this is out of my control and I cannot spend the remainder of my time and all of my energy worrying about this situation. Let's do another example, maybe something that could have a little bit more of a actionable solution. All right, so let's imagine that you really need to have a difficult conversation with someone. You're not a very confrontational person. Like I've said throughout this episode, maybe we struggle with a little bit of people pleasing and sometimes confrontation feels like conflict to you. But the thing is, whatever this conversation needs to be had, whatever that is about, it is just weighing on you. You can't get it out of your head and you find yourself thinking all day long and you just spiral and you can't move past it. So step one, acknowledge it. Step two, ask yourself, what is it stemming from? Okay, it's, it's triggering my fear of confrontation. It's triggering my people pleasing. It's triggering my, my confidence, my self-worth. And then you ask yourself, what is my solution? Is this in my control? Is this in my control? And if it is, what can I do to make it better? And that's when you list out the possible solutions. In this case, I would say it's confront the fear and have that difficult conversation because ultimately avoiding it and putting it off is only going to allow it to linger and dwell. And so then maybe you take that one step forward and you go, all right, I have to have this conversation, but I'm still really anxious about it. What can I do? and you write out what you need to address to this person. You journal some of your feelings, and then you list out what you wanna say, and then you reassure yourself it will be okay. What is the worst that will happen? Maybe that'll help you feel a little bit better, but really try and ease your mind by giving yourself a game plan. And then ask yourself, by doing this, how does this impact me? One, you're no longer procrastinating a hard conversation. You're facing it head on. Two, in this case, you're standing up for yourself. Something that really does need to happen and it's difficult, but it is ultimately only going to help you. And three, maybe it sets a standard. It sets a boundary. It sets the tone that hopefully this situation doesn't keep happening and you don't have to keep worrying about this 
scenario or this difficult conversation. So whatever it may be, whether it's very emotional things or it's even tangible things like finances, maybe you're worried all day long about the fact that you are not making as much money. Stop the rabbit holes of thoughts that all of a sudden you went from, wow, this bill is expensive to I'm gonna be homeless. <laughs> you know, don't allow yourself to get to that place of spiral. Stop the thoughts, ask yourself what the fear is, what's the trigger, and then ask yourself what you can do to resolve this. And in that situation, maybe it's reevaluating your budget. Maybe it's selling some things on Facebook Marketplace. Maybe it's working extra hours. And then you ask yourself, how will this benefit me? Oh my goodness, it'll benefit my finances, which will benefit my mental health, my living conditions, potentially your family. All in all, you're allowing yourself to take your thoughts out of your mind, put them into perspective, allow yourself to process them and understand them, but bring solution and logic to them. I know this is a little bit easier said than done. Like I mentioned, I still struggle with this. <laughs> but when I do allow myself to embrace these tips and to get back into the habit of managing my anxiety this way, I'm a much healthier person. And so with that, I just want to give you a few affirmations. One, I want you to know that your anxiety sucks, but you are so much more than your anxiety. You're more than your racing thoughts. You're more than the worst case scenarios. You absolutely can manage your anxiety and your fears. I also want to remind you that most times things turn out okay. I have to like remind myself that every day because I'm always thinking of the what if the worst thing happens. <laughs> but most times things don't turn out as bad. Now I'm not saying every time. Life is obviously not perfect and it's not all peachy, but I do believe that most times those biggest, deepest, darkest fears that we will dwell on in our thoughts, most times those don't end up being our reality. And you 100% owe it to yourself to not torture yourself with those thoughts. So I hope that this week as you're working, as you're driving, as you're daydreaming, as you're painting, whatever it is, I hope that your thoughts are filled with good things, I hope that if they are anxious, you're able to kind of pause them and really reflect and kind of give yourself some of that comfort. And I hope listening to this episode served as a little bit of comfort for you as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please absolutely share it with a friend or share it on social media. I love to get DMs or tags when you guys are listening to the episode. You can find me on Instagram at Aristasia, A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. On my blog, I have all kinds of pep talks, art tips, inspiration. You can always find that on my website. It's just aristasia.com. And with that, stay tuned for another episode and stay shining and stay creating. Sincerely, me, Aristasia, your artsy friend that is rooting for you.